What if instead of a blinking cursor, we had a winking cursor? Would that be awkward? It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, where we type out a script every day, and then we read that script from a screen. I'm Brady. It's Thursday, December 15th, today in 1930, the birth of the inventor of the computer cursor. This is one of those creations that's so small and common that it's easy to forget what a big deal it really is. I mean, imagine trying to type on a device without a cursor. Word processing on a computer was originally based heavily on a typewriter. On that device, a user could tell where they were likely to type next because the metal keys would essentially line up around that spot. And on printing presses, people laid out metal characters by hand so they knew where the next word or character could go. But on a screen, you could get lost. Is the last line of text the line where the user is still working? Or did they move to a new line? Were they typing a new character after the last one? Or were they inserting something into an existing word? Or even overwriting that word? The guy who solved that problem was Charles Kiesling, a Minnesota native who served in the U.S. Navy during the Korean War. According to Inverse, in 1967, Kiesling filed a patent for a blinking cursor. Users would be able to see where the next typed character would go because there was a little blinking box or line holding the spot. And as the cursor started showing up on display terminals and eventually in home computers, engineers and users both realized how incredibly useful that cursor was. In fact, it's said that for the release of the Apple II computer in 1977, company leaders decided that their device wouldn't support lowercase characters, because if it did, it wouldn't have enough memory left to include a cursor. You can learn more about the history of the cursor at CoolWeirdAwesome.com. And coming up, we're going to hear about a really hot train system. That's after this. The reviews are in. Cool Weird Awesome is a non-stop thrill ride of excitement that will leave you on the edge of your seat, says Brady from Cool Weird Awesome. Look, we could use some real reviews. Because reviews can help more people like you find our show and enjoy it. So write your reviews on Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for helping this show grow. And if you want to call us the most most ambitious ambitious crossover crossover event event in history, history, go ahead. Welcome back. December often means the start of really cold weather. In Chicago, transportation workers keep ice and snow from building up on train tracks in the cold by lighting the tracks on fire. No, really, they have gas burners and other heating elements in place to keep tracks dry and clear. And if freezing cold were to break steel rails, they would drop a flaming rope in place to get the metal to expand so they could repair it. I'm Brady. You fix it with fire? Thanks for listening, and come back again tomorrow for more Cool Weird Awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.